Smartcast. You're listening to a Hindustan Times production brought to you by HD Smartcast. Hi, I'm Dhamini and I'm the host of Gender Question. In this season, I'll be getting up close and personal on issues that really matter. Our gender and sexuality that are so central to who we are. The most I felt fear from the Taliban. Any time when I went to the streets, I was to know: Am I gonna come back alive? Am I gonna come back in a way of like not the Taliban uh, throw the poison on me, or or I might be harmed by even local, like especially in Kandahar city. More than a week after the Taliban took over Afghanistan, after nearly two decades of conflict with American, British. and other nato military forces we caught up with afghan artist malina suleiman who fled her country nearly 7 years ago because of the taliban i first met malina in 2013 when she had come to mumbai for her father's treatment her father had been attacked by the taliban as retaliation to her art at the time malina who lived in kandahar made sculptures and graffiti or street art In particular, her graffiti of a skeleton in a burqa had captured the imagination of artists around the world. I wanted to be the voice of the youth and of the women in Kandahar who face similar restrictions instead of making paintings that would only be exhibited in galleries. She had told me then, sitting under a tree in the campus of the JJ School of Art in Mumbai, where she had enrolled for a short course while her father underwent treatment. She was 23 at the time. On returning to her country, Malina was asked by her family to stop making art, and certainly the sort that involved large graffiti works that criticized the place of women in Afghan society. Malina, however, managed to receive a scholarship to study in the Netherlands, and she went on to do a master's in art, hoping to return to her country someday and help her community of artists. In our most recent conversation over Zoom, she told me that going back is not a possibility anymore. At a time when Afghanistan was still not under Taliban rule, Malina said that her art helped her find a voice. It was a voice of resistance and it put her in danger, but it was necessary for her to survive as an artist. Now as the Taliban takes over the country, what is the fate that other women artists like her face okay melina thank you so much for joining uh, the gender question uh, to start with i remember the last time i had met you and spoken to you you had come to bombay this was back in 2013 uh, you had enrolled at the jj school of art for a summer course if i'm not wrong and you had also come under very specific and peculiar circumstances um Would you care to just tell our listeners a little bit about how you found yourself in Bombay, all the way from Kabul? First of all, I would like to thank you for inviting me, and also letting uh, bringing me my voice uh, to outside and more people can hear. So, and your specific question about when I was my experience in India—that was a very uh, 
uh, grateful because in a way, like I really needed a place to be safe and also to to learn something. So I come to India for the safety, but beside the safety, also I learned new techniques at the JGR school. But on also, I had a wonderful experience with the Indians because they are very, very kind and warm people. And I felt myself there, really welcome there. Yeah. So that was a yeah. great experience for me in, uh, in Mumbai. That's wonderful. So you uh, had, of course, left uh, Kabul because of very specific certain circumstances. Um, your father, of course, had been injured in an attack uh, by... Uh, at the time that you had uh, thought that they were the Taliban fighters who had actually attacked your father. And that is why you had brought him to Bombay for treatment. Um, why was the Taliban uh, attacking your family? Actually, I won't say yet that I, will, I thought about it. It was pretty sure. All right. And uh, the reason that uh, we come to Afghanistan in one of the reasons was uh, because of my own art uh, practice, the way I stand for myself, also for other women and for the uh, women, uh, youth voice, that I wanted to bring their voice outside and I wanted to to let it know the residents of the Afghanistan and especially in Kandahar, like as a woman, we exist. Like, yeah. please hear us. We are here. So in my most artwork were very provocative and very direct and uh, which I wanted in a way because uh, it was more like symbolic artwork to directly reach. No matter if it's, uh, it was not like only for the Taliban, but also for the residents of Kandahar, especially, which always they put the rights of the woman in a site. They think like, okay, a woman is like just a site, site part, not like they think to give exact place equal as a man in the community sure. so in that work was uh, the, a kind of provocative but also more uh, in a way of not i assume it was not that they think about that oh it's just the voice of one woman because there was raising more voices and there was a more uh, people could think and make questions about it so they thought like okay let's stop the first voice otherwise it's going to be more and more then it might be more difficult to stop Right, right. And that was one of the reasons we come to India. Right. Uh, and just, of course, for the benefit of my listeners, it's a good time to actually remind them that actually Melina used to be, uh, I don't know if actually you still continue to do that, if you've branched out to other forms of art. We'd love to hear more about that. But back in, in early 2010s, you used to make um, very, as you said, provocative uh, graffiti work and graffiti art. And um, I still remember, uh, you know, and these images were splashed across um, media houses and media channels and, you know, multiple news wires, I remember at that time as well. Uh, the most famous of it being the skeleton of a woman in a burqa. And, um, and that was a, and that was provocative and, and very challenging. What were you trying to convey? See, you were in your early 20s. You were very young. Um, you know, you yourself were fighting against your own uh, family to, to learn art and to be an artist, right? So it was an immense amount of resistance. And then you went ahead and you chose the most visible canvas, <laughs> which is a wall and a spray paint. So what exactly was, uh, was that symbol? of the graffiti what did it mean for you at that time what were you trying to say actually it was not only i did the graffiti i also work a lot with in exhibitions and especially also most was in kandahar 
So in Kandahar, all the time, I find myself alone in exhibition. There was like a lot of people, but all of them were male. And the only one with standing one woman, it was me. Mm-hmm. So after repetitive few exhibitions, then I thought, uh, who is my work for? For whom am I going to make? Is it my work is just about the man? Is it I just want to represent to them? Or is it also women are included? Because one of my ambition was also to to motivate and also to raise the other women's voices as well. So and that was one of the reasons that I uh, select or choose also to, to work as an street artist. Uh, because for working as an street artist like graffiti, it is, uh, I don't need to, I mean, the women, they don't have the permission from their home, like from their families or also by society in a way to join in uh, galleries or to come to my exhibition. So I thought like, okay, how can I reach to them also? So, and then I find the platform, like the walls, I find a great platform that I can reach to them, to the women also, that they can see the work and they can also motivate it to start work as an artist. Yeah. So that was yeah. one of the reasons to uh, to start the street art. Right. And also uh, it was more open. So if people want or not, they have to face. And that was one of the uh, main target of me to to see or have the bigger uh, audience than right. the limited right. in the galleries. Right. Yeah. So you were actually achieving so many things at the same time. On the one hand, you were bringing art you know, out of the, out of this white cube space, out of this sort of very exalted, all male, as you put it, you know, kind of a a space and, um, and you were bringing it into the street where in fact, access has always been an issue. Access of women has always been an issue. And so to bring the art to the street itself, I think was a very big political act at that time. Um, How did the uh, conservative forces um, react to this? How did the Taliban react to this? Um, And you were very young at that time. So how did you find the courage to actually continue to do this despite the threats? The courage was my own life experience, to be honest, because I also grew up in kind of very uh, traditional family and I had very, very limited uh, of uh, freedom. So in I saw myself like how much I was suffering in a way of not allowed me to continue my study. When I was studying in Pakistan in my third year, I was forced by my family to bring me back to Afghanistan. And they're not letting me, allowing me to continue my study even in Afghanistan and Kabul. So that was also a first feeling that came from myself. And then also then I felt like, okay, how many more women are like me. I start to visit secretly more uh, women in a, even like small villages and uh, women organizations uh, to hear them what's their experience. And I saw like, okay, I'm not the only one. I'm not the unique. So that was also encouraged me. The most I felt fear from the Taliban. Anytime when I went to the streets, I was to know, am I going to come back alive? Am I going to come back in a way of like not the Taliban uh, throw the poison on me or or I might be harmed by even local, like especially in Kandahar city. So I had this risk every time. But what was the resistance when I made a symbolic artwork? And then I come back, it feels like, okay, my voice and also more other women's voice as well 
is uh, in a way of expressed. So that was also one of the biggest motivation for me. And also it felt resistance. Like I needed something, some element to, to express. So in I'm very thankful for the street art and also for, for my own art practice in Afghanistan. That led me to be alive, led me to continue my life. Otherwise, it was like I felt I was stuck in a kind of darkness and, and kind of like jail, but not say jail. Mm. So uh, in a way of like very traditional uh, restrictions. Mm. Mm. So and art gave me kind of uh, survival to be survived and to stay there so yeah that was the reason so now with the Taliban having you know taken over the country again um and of course every day we see um uh, and we hear reports of you know people of young women and children being um beaten we again we're seeing images coming out of the country of you know shop fronts being um uh, spray painted over you know eyes being blackened out uh, of women's faces. So I'm just wondering what would be the state of art? How can somebody like you, for instance, um, you know, even continue to do the work that you do and continue the kind of resistance um, that you would have done 10 years back? How can somebody else do that right now in the, in the situation that uh, the country is in? How difficult would it be? Like so, since I hear about the Afghanistan situation, I saw it. Uh, some uh, I hear that I am emotionally exhausted. I'm constantly thinking about about the people there, about my family, which is still in Kabul, and about my friends, and all about other women, which is also hoping to find a way to go out. But what was it? The most also I find the. Uh, kind of anger in a way of like one the uh, Western. So they come to Afghanistan. They gave a kind of hope, imagination, fantasy for Afghan women. The Afghan women, they are really talented, really smart, not only women, but also all the uh, youth and the, the especially Afghan itself. Mm. They are very talented. So they start to find out to uh, a kind of a way to develop themselves. They start to think about how to be in an international level, be equal. Mm. They are not, but still they are working on it. And especially like they give them kind of way, I hope they smell Afghans, especially like women, they smell a little bit the freedom. Mm. I don't see this within these 20 years, they were free, but they smell it, they touch it, they feel it. What is to be free? And sudden, within a few days, everything take out, took from them. Mm. It is shocking for everyone. Also for myself, when I see like the situation, like I'm in Netherlands since seven years. Mm. And one of my uh, hope was to go back to Afghanistan. I did hear my uh, master's in art. And I'm doing my fellowship at Fanava Museum. I'm learning new techniques as an independent artist. I'm having exhibitions, not only in the Netherlands, but also in Europe. So one of my, uh, anything like when I learned here, even my master's, uh, one of my wish and hope was that I'm learning this. It's not for me, but I'm going back to Afghanistan and I'm going to help all other artists who are not so much familiar with the uh, contemporary art and the methods as Western art is 
So, and then this hope, which keep me going on, learning new methods, this hope is also taken from me. Mm. It's really painful to see like what I was learning, doing, wanted to go back. And now suddenly like, okay, it's not possible. And the second question comes, uh, which you ask, what is the artist now doing? How they are taking action uh, according to the situation? Yes, how difficult is it for them now? It is. It is now in this moment, it's as I said, it's a survival. First is the safety of the artist. If the artist itself is safe, then there will be a question if they can make an art. But now they are looking for their safety. No one can go out of their home. And also what the Taliban promising, all the media which they shows that uh, we are not going to kill anyone and uh, we forgive everyone, like this kind of all kind of false promises. In reality, I am in contact with Afghans there, with my family, friends, and everyone there, not everyone, but most. Hmm. The Taliban, they started their mission already, even in Kabul at midnight. They going to one by one homes, like more who work in especially military forces or work with the NGOs and uh, to their home to take out their homes and kill them. Also, they uh, warrant more journalists. If the journalist says about this situation, most journalists, not most, but some more journalists already disappeared from their homes in Kabul now. So everyone has so much fear even to talk about it, to say it. So question comes about the artist. If the artist to do any action is the sentence to that. As an artist, I don't want them to, to take any actions now, those who are in Afghanistan now. First is their safety is very important mm. in that way. And, and also if I see it future mm. for the artists in Afghanistan, mm. I don't see any future. Mm. especially who are musicians, who are uh, performers or working as a, in a theater or a different platform. They have like a sculptures they make or most artwork like myself when I was there mm. um, is very provocative. Mm. Mm. So they, they are not accepted. Mm. They don't have any future. Mm. So in the worldview of the Taliban, any kind of an art any kind of depiction, any kind of performance is actually looked down upon and it is something that can invite punishment. Is that right? If I uh, talk about the last experiences of the artists during the Taliban situation, mm -hmm. when the Taliban was there like 20 years ago. Mm -hmm. So what is the art? Is If the artist painted something like a beautiful flowers, a landscape, Mm. And even they take out the sculptures, you know, they break all the historical sculptures. So the sculptures were not allowed it. Mm. So what is it? The artists all painting something beautiful things or uh, writings, Arabic uh, words. That is art. But that is not the only art. Mm. Mm. So the art is also where it has very restriction as other uh, studies or, or they give restriction to other things. But the art is like for the musicians. Mm. For the performers, there is no place anymore. Mm. Mm. And so I, uh, what I have uh, requesting or thinking about, most in uh, uh, like American troops or Canadians or different countries, they are trying to save the people who are uh, more work with them. Mm. 
or some special cases. No one is talking about the artists in Afghanistan. What is going to be happening with them? Like one of my uh, really good friends, and he is an artist, and his work was very provocative and is uh, really against the Taliban. And he made even his radio channel that uh, uh, youth, they can have direct voice. Mm. So what about his life? Is he will be safe? Mm. No one can guarantee that I, I, we don't trust on the Taliban. What I'm wondering also is, as a, as a woman who was an artist, as a woman who, in fact, you, as you described to us earlier, you chose your art as a way of rebelling, as a way of resisting uh, against uh, exactly the kind of ideas that the Taliban stands for today. For other women right now in Afghanistan, um, what is your biggest concern uh, in terms of how the Taliban is going to um, let them be? Like most of the things what the Taliban said, I said it is really false in a way of like they told to all journalists they can go back to the uh, media or their jobs, right? Like our TV is called a Mili TV, Mili, like the international TV of Kabul. Okay. Mili TV, it's really big. And that's all the the women's, the workers, Mm. employees, they come back to their job. Mm. Taliban send them back to home. And told them, we hire a man, you stay at your home. But in the media, they are shouting that all the journalists, the employees, they should come back, which is not true. Mm. Also with the studies, is very limited. Because my uh, sister, she is studying in Kabul. She is in an American university, and which is, all, uh, is uh, her last year. Mm. She has the exams. Her exams are postponed. And then uh, also once semester is left. So the Taliban is uh, not yet sure if they let them to study. And also they will involve, they will reduce the subjects which they're already studying, which is more in international level. And they will add more like kind of Islamic uh, subjects, but very extra. So if the really people wants to learn, to have more knowledge about Islam, they will go to mosque. They will find the other way to learn, but not to force them. So somehow, also what they say is, we will let the uh, woman to study. Yeah. So which great. What is their limitation? They talk about the Sharia law. Like the, the, the Taliban, which they talk about, the women are have a right under the Sharia law. Yeah. But Sharia yeah. law is interpretations of uh, Holy Quran book. And interpretations are done many different ways. Like right. in uh, Saudi Arabia, or in Pakistan, in Iran, there is a different interpretations. So which interpretation are you talking about? Make it clear. Right. So okay. most is their culture is above than the itself, the Islam. Because in a book, Islam, it comes, the woman show the face. It's her identity. The woman should uh, have equal rights to study and to have a job and have a business. That is in Islam. But if they really say we are Muslim, they don't have rights to tell women to cover their face. That's the first question. Right, right. So I'm wondering, uh, Malina, when it comes to showing solidarity to, you know, women, to women artists, I mean, as somebody who has uh, grown up over there, as uh, somebody who's had the career arc uh, and artistic arc as you have, um, what is the way in which one should 
show any kind of solidarity? What is the kind of solidarity that women artists and artists and women in Afghanistan right now need? I can uh, expect from the artists or from the Afghans who are not at the moment in the situation in Afghanistan, they have more possibilities to have some action or to do something about it. Like especially first is like as much as possible that we can go outside through the media and we ask for support for Afghans, especially for Afghan women. This is the time that we really need to support them and try to find out the way to make them uh, out of Afghanistan. What I'm thinking is if we ask, everyone ask like to big organizations, NGOs, if each organization, I'm talking more Western organizations, if each organization uh, support and uh, help one woman to make out of Afghanistan, then it will be a lot at this time, like uh, help and support a lot of Afghan women, which is really first priority and needed. And the second is as an artist, what they can do is more uh, artists, they already start to stand uh, for uh, some demonstrations and try to raise awareness or uh, stand for a kind of Afghan uh, rights or uh, help for their help. And the Western society as well. Like, hey, my people really need now the help and support. Please help them. Please stay with them. So that is one of, uh, from here, we can do. Like, uh, what was it? I just uh, had a very uh, small uh, event. Uh, I asked uh, in a Facebook. And that was... uh, I ask uh, for myself, like, okay, as an Afghan artist, what I can do from here is more like in a spiritual way, in uh, prayers to self uh, support them, but also uh, let the other inform, like, what we can do. Let's be together all. Mm-hmm. So I asked uh, once, uh, I asked a lot of uh, uh, Dutch people, they come also. We went to the park and we make a really big, beautiful mandala. Mm-hmm from the flowers and from the branches because mandala is the symbol of the universe. So what is it? The second step, I want to make an online platform okay. that okay. they can exhibit their work in an online platform and still to keep their creativity alive. And from there, we will see what we can do more. Maybe you can invite them for the exhibitions outside the Afghanistan or to see. So that's first thing, like give them a space or platform that they can show their works. Wonderful. And just to end this, uh, Malina, you had started off by talking about how you wanted to go back to Afghanistan, back to Kabul. uh, And a lot of what you were studying, a lot of what you were yourself learning uh, in the Netherlands, uh, you wanted to put that into practice and actually even, you know, help the artist community. Uh, back in your country. Um, Do you see yourself returning to Afghanistan now? Um, What do you see happening in the future for yourself? I guess you see, you know, this question, obviously, what what will be the answer? So if you ask this question, if I want to return now, I guess this is a time to let other artists go out of Afghanistan, not to return now. And if I return there, first is, am I safe? I don't see it even for a second myself safe. And the second is like, I want to, I wanted to help other artists and uh, practice what I learned in Western uh, art society. 
can I really bring that? And with this limitation of the Taliban, I don't see any platform for myself. I don't see any way that I can go back. And that is one of the pain. Because the time when I left Af uh, Afghanistan, I come to the Netherlands, it was the decision of really fast. I left all my artwork, my sculptures, paintings, all work. And I come to the Netherlands. Until now, I have no news about my artwork. I really don't know where they are. Are they safe? Are they broken? What is happening with that? And one of my also wish was to go, when I go there, I will see at least if I find one art of me, that would be a greatest uh, uh, succeed for me, that if I have one work of me. Sure. So for yeah. an artist, it's a really painful when it lost all the works. So, and with this coming with the Taliban, I don't see any hope going back even to find out, to find my own artworks, which is there. This is your host, Dhamini, signing off. You can reach me on Twitter at Dhamini or on HD Smartcast on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. To listen to more podcasts, log on to www.hdsmartcast.com. This was a Hindustan Times production brought to you by HD Smartcast. HD Smartcast.